cute baby angels with chubby cheeks and little wings are a common sight in Vatican wall art. In China's religious paintings, images of children are also very common. In the Mogao grottos, you can find children's images in 183 caves, accounting for more than one-third of the total number of caves. And some of the children have unexpected skills. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Why We Love Dunhuang podcast. In the history of Chinese art, there is no place like Dunhuang where the pictures of children are so rich in subject matter, age, clothing, identity, era, and artistic characteristics. Today, let's dig into Mugao Cave 79 and meet some of the cutest children from the Dunhuang murals. The many images of children in the Dunhuang grottos reflect various aspects of children's life in ancient China. Before the Tang dynasty, most of the children's images in Dunhuang were roughly drawn, similar to cartoons or schematic diagrams, mainly to show the plot of the story. When it came to the Tang dynasty, with the emergence and popularity of sutra painting, children's images became more realistic and appeared in various forms. Later, the images of children gradually broke away from religious forms and colours and developed more and more in the direction of secular life. Constructed in the High Tang period, Cave 79 has, at its heart, an absolutely dazzling painted ceiling. This ceiling has a complicated lotus pattern in the centre. On the four slopes of the truncated pyramid ceiling is a breathtaking and colourful thousand Buddha motif, which gives the viewer a real sense of the Buddhist world. If you take a close look at the ceiling slopes, you will find some tiny images of cute boys with short hair. They fill the empty spaces of the thousand Buddha motif. These lovely, active cherubs are dancing, playing, lying prostrated, or bowing to the Buddha. They look quite joyful. The meditating Buddhas beside them appear content, as if grandparents watching grandkids playing. Some boys' movements are quite difficult to make. There is one boy doing a back bend, and another one doing a handstand in front of the Buddha. Back bend and handstand are basic movements in modern gymnastics. They test people's comprehensive balance and coordination abilities. These movements are difficult for ordinary people, but the two plump boys of the Tang dynasty seem quite proficient. There is also a boy jumping into the air, kicking one leg and raising his fists. He seems to be playing a kind of kung fu. In Chinese martial art or Chinese kung fu, there is a special form of exercise called tong zi kung, which means kung fu of the child. It is part of Shaolin kung fu, one of the oldest, largest and most famous styles of Buddhist martial art originated in the Shaolin Temple in central China. This exercise emphasizes the flexibility of the body and must be practiced regularly before the body has matured. Perhaps these boys from the Dunhuang murals are exercising such skills. Another chubby boy is performing acrobatics. He is skillfully spinning a plate on his right index finger in front of the majestic Buddha. 
Plate spinning is a traditional Chinese acrobatic art that relies on the gyroscopic effect to keep plates, bowls, and other flat objects spinning on the ends of poles without them falling off. In this picture, the boy plays so skillfully as if he's playing with a toy. Healthy and fat dolls are commonly seen in Chinese folk art. Although the Dunhuang frescoes are based on Buddhist themes, they are also true reflections of real life. These cute boys of Cave 79 are skillfully and simply sketched. The fine and delicate lines make the images quite charming, which also echoes with the aesthetics of the time. Another interesting point is these boys are naked, only wearing boots. Although naked images are quite common in Indian and Western styles of art, it's rare to see in Dunhuang. The expression of the human body in ancient Chinese society was very conservative. That's why Buddhist statues in India pay more attention to the body. But when Buddhist art was transferred into China, clothing was added to naked Buddhist images. These little boys are exceptional. Some scholars say it's because in the psychology of ordinary Chinese people, naked little boys do not seem to be nude, but create a sense of health and joy. From this point of view, their appearance in Dunhuang can also be regarded as a compromise between foreign Buddhist art and local Chinese customs. Back to the murals of Cave 79. The painters skillfully combine the agility of the boys with the stillness of the meditating Buddhas, creating a harmonious mixture of the Buddhist world and secular world. Even after 1500 years, visitors can still feel the liveliness and cuteness of those naughty children and the heartfelt smile of the Buddhas. Okay, having met those cute baby angels of the East, we will continue to explore another cave built in the High Tang period and find out about a unique landscape painting style of the Tang dynasty that is hard to find anywhere except for Dunhuang, the world's largest Buddhist art gallery. Special thanks go out to the Dunhuang Academy in Sanliang Zhongdu for contributing to the content of this podcast. If you like the show, do give us a five-star rating, a review, or share with your friends. I'm Graham Stevens. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.